Hi. My name's Mel Haig. I'm the Artistic Director here at Factory Theatre. Welcome to our In Conversation series. Today I get to sit down with director Sohil Parsa and director Tawia McCarthy and talk about their process and approach to our productions of Daniel McIver's Monster and Here Lies Henry. Yeah, you know, when I was 18, so it might have been the first couple of weeks of theater school, it was when I saw Here Lies Henry for mm -hmm. the first time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that feeling of, like, I'm from Mississauga, so that feeling of going downtown, going to Buddies in Bad Times Theater for the first time. It was the first time I'd ever been inside Buddies in Bad Times, which then, of course, I went on to work at, I know, every nook and cranny of that building, mm -hmm. but it was the first time, first time. I was still closeted. Mm -hmm. I wasn't even out. Mm -hmm. I didn't even, I'm not even sure if I was gay yet. I was 18. Like, who, who even knows? And I sat in maybe the front row or the front two rows. So I was right up near him. And I watched him do Here Lies Henry. Mm -hmm. And it was incredible. Being that close. And I think seeing it at that time, at that age... And at that time, like just starting theater school and really to think about what I wanted to do as an artist, being able to see him then shifted something, I think, fundamental inside of me of what theater is and should be, of how I want to feel in a theater and how I want audience members to feel, because they felt like he was talking to me. Mm -hmm. So much so that years later when I was working at um, the Starbucks at Bloor and Avenue Road, um, the Ontario Arts Council was right across the street, so Canadian artists would come in every once in a while. And one day Daniel McIver walked in, and I was like 23, and I was like, oh my God, it's Daniel McIver. So I'm such a nerd. I'm like, oh my God, it's Daniel McIver. <laughs> and, he, and he walked in, he ordered a soy latte. Oh, you remember what he ordered? I did. Well, I did because I had no, I had no power at the time, so yeah. I gave him free soy milk. Yeah. I and I just said to him, he got up to the front and he paid me, and I'm just like, I, I love you, and he's like, I love you too, and he went off and got his soy latte because I felt like I had a relationship yeah, with this person yeah. after just seeing him for the one night, and that was the second time I ever, yeah. I ever saw him, and now, and now look at me, look at me now, look at me now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, do, do you yes. folks remember the first of Daniel McIver's works that you saw? Yeah, oh, yeah. Like my, I think, like I'm confused between um, Never Scream Alone mm -hmm. yes. and Lorca Play. The Lorca Play. That this was a collaboration between Daniel Brooks and Daniel McIver with six women, seven women, and Tracy Wright was there. Like I said, like oh, wow. I that's like I'm talking about like perhaps around 1993, 94. Mm -hmm. Yeah, where was, was it? Do you remember? It was a theater central. At the old theater center mm -hmm. at uh, Queen and Shaw. Mm -hmm. I think it's right now. It's, it's, it's a different place. It's now. the Great yeah. Hall now, but but for a long time. So that theater was like in the basement. Was it in the basement? No, even across the street. Oh, it's even older. It's yeah. older. That's right. There was and it was like the third floor. The office of the theater center was at the third floor, and the first floor was the theater. Just you mm. know, you could just walk in the door. The entrance of the theater was just you open it and you were in the theater. You're in the theater. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I saw the the Lorca play there, and it was amazing. It was remarkable, and it was uh, McIver's playing Lorca mm. and creating <laughs> creating the House of Bernardo Alba yeah. or uh, Blood Wedding, whatever. And he was confronting, or the characters, the women were confronting him, yeah. refusing mm -hmm. to take his notes, his writing. It was just amazing 
Uh, yeah, playing playing Lorca, mm-hmm. and it made a lot of sense. You know, Lorca was a gay man, mm-hmm. and now MacIver is like you know, 60 years later, just playing Lorca, and he's a gay man, yeah. and creating that beautiful, beautiful piece. And the other one was obviously like um, Never Swim Alone. It was just a remarkable mm-hmm. idea, the physicality, mm-hmm. the movement, and the text. The combination of these two being so precise, mm-hmm. being so beautiful. That's why, like, my first two experience of MacIver. Mm-hmm. So I leave it to you now, my Yeah, I, I think Cul-de-Sac is a, is a play that I go to, and I remember particularly the architecture of it in the sense that it was, again, classic MacIver, nothing really on stage, just his body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but the description, I remember being able to imagine everything that he said. And it had something to do with the intimate conversation he has with his audience, right? It feels like he's really talking to you and painting all the pictures for you. So there was something around just remembering that, that like where the character lived and the experiences, like the architecture of the story he was telling was so vivid to me. Um, I think it drew me to his work in a, because I think it was also one of those times, like I'm trying to figure out when it was, and that's what I was talking about. University and out of university, time seems to kind of have merged itself together in one way or the other. But I remember going, because there's such a, a skill to what he does. Right, to be able to draw you in, to be able to fill the space up when it's just his body on the stage, that's quite magical, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It, it, like, it reminds you of him as a performer um, with the skill, but also knowing that he wrote the piece, mm-hmm. so the, his skill as a playwright as well, but all combined together, his skill and, and the level of storytelling that exists within his work, because there was not a moment that what he was saying, what he was feeling wasn't clear to me as an audience member. Mm-hmm. And I think, for me, that was, feeling like I was seen, feeling like that show was meant particularly for me um, and for like the work that he did to get me on that same page with him to understand what he was going through was such a revelation for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and I, I think I'll end my thought there. <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, like, I personally, I think you were still in school because it, it, it maybe it was around that data camera retrospective yes. that was done at Buddies in Bad Times. Buddies in Bad Times, yes, Because yes. we went to school. I yes. think you were either in school or, like, it was the minute after you Just graduated. Just after I graduated, yeah. And, yeah. and I think, like, because then, you know, you went on into the, the Buddies Creators Unit yes. and you created Obabarema. Yes. Um, which is a solo show that Tewia created and, and toured all over the country. Um and kind of for a while, you and that solo show, it became a calling card for you. It did. Mm-hmm. Um, and you became very tied with the solo show. Like Dora Award, was it Best best Play, Best New Play? Best, um, got a nomination for Best New Play. We won Best Production. Like, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, like, so this became for many years, like yeah. Tewia and the solo show, in the way yeah. that we think of MacIver. MacIver and the solo show. Yeah. So this yeah. is, you know, so, so in your approach to approaching Here Lies Henry, what do you take from being that guy, being where Damien is going to stand? <laughs> yes, yes. And where Daniel has stood. Yes. And now you're the other one. I think, like I mentioned, the idea of intimacy is a big thing, right? I think when you're the only, um, earlier conversation we were having, we were talking about the fact that the actor has nowhere to hide. Yeah. That was my experience working on a barber. My like I had nowhere to hide. Um, so there is a work that needs to be done in staying present, knowing that every eye is on you. You'd have no one else you're playing with. Everyone is just looking at you. Uh, but that calls for a certain level of um, honesty and intimacy um, that I don't think all actors can do. 
right? So that's the first thing going in. It's kind of working on. It's so funny because I'm talking about truth and honesty in a show that is about lies, yes. <laughs> right? So it's it's one of those things. But I think the work that we're doing, Damien and myself, is kind of figuring out every moment that Damien as a performer has on that stage needs to be true, honest, and, and pure, and in, in the moment. Um, it's the most challenging thing to do as a, uh, as a one performer, as a, as a performer doing a one-person show. Um, it's the most challenging thing to do. Um, Daniel does it well, but what serves in this particular piece is the fact that the writing, right? The mm-hmm. writing gives you all the tools you need to do that. So it becomes more of just, um, and this is something I say often now, just do the play. <laughs> Tell the story, right? But also just give your actor the space to find themselves within the story, which is another thing that we have to do. Because there's something around not having anything on stage, how the actor has to fill up that space, right? Again, like I mentioned when I saw Call the Sack, you have to build that world. Like, you have to get your audience to see what you're seeing, be where you're at, yeah. right? Every moment you're in, and you don't have a set, like as in you don't have like the house or the room or whatever it is. I mean, you don't even build. have a scene change, no. right? Like yeah. you're just, it's, it's you staring at people for 70 minutes. Yes. Yeah. Like the, the, the bravery and like technical skill yes. that is needed to yes. pull that off. Yes. Like, you know, yes. and you and you folks are both like it's it's a really interesting time to have this conversation because we're you're each a week in yes to yeah. rehearsal so we are one week in we have three weeks to go until opening night and that I just wanted to add to this conversation <laughs> <laughs> we're at that point where we don't know what we're doing yes yeah. yes <laughs> yeah. Yeah. no it's eggy it's yeah. eggy yeah. and yeah. it's and it's and it's um immense yeah, yeah. it seems immense mm-hmm. um. And yeah. yeah, and there is a huge challenge. Like again, one person show, yes, seventy minutes, eighty-five minutes, whatever. That you gonna engage the audience. You have to. That was my first thing. Talk the conversation I had with with Carl was like that's that's our challenge, both of us. Mm-hmm. How are we gonna engage the audience mm-hmm. for an hour? And it's, as you say, all the eyes on you. Yes. There is no way to hide. There is no scene change. Mm-mm. You. There, you are responsible to carry the story, and that's that's it, you know. And again, when, 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 when I was reading the play, it was like I could see MacIver. Of course, yes. this is MacIver, and he was say like, okay, how can I imagine this without MacIver? Yes. Yes. Because it's very much MacIver, like you know. But again, by reading it over and over, I realized absolutely that is yeah, it is very much MacIver, but it's written in a way that another skillful actor can take on and do justice, find a way through it. Because he has given you all the ingredients yes. of a great play yeah. that as an, uh, as an actor, as a director, that's unique. There's nothing is confusing there. Mm-hmm. If we talk about action and intentions, yes. it's all there. It, it is. Yeah, we know exactly what is happening. There's nothing confusing. It's not a self-indulgent. Because some people may think, this is MacIver. It's all his, his own world. Like it might be self-indulgent. No, it's not. Yeah. It's absolutely, if you find the essence, yes. the rhythm of the piece, is a, absolutely the pieces are accessible mm-hmm. to the audience. Mm-hmm. It's a matter of, 
the director, like myself, like, like I'm talking about <laughs> myself. I'm scared to death sometimes, you know, talking about like you know MacIver's one-man show. But yeah, it is, it is, it is our job to mm -hmm. genuinely explore and find out what is happening mm -hmm. in this piece mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and share it with 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 yeah, like the, collaborating with with the with the actor mm -hmm. and with the designer. Mm -hmm. This is, I think, one other thing is so important about MacIver's work. You know. Uh, his close collaboration with uh, with the designers, yeah, yeah, yeah. sound and light yeah. particularly. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Yeah. And of course, with Daniel Brooks, there's a there is a conversation mm -hmm. being had in each of the pieces, and mm -hmm. partially it's with the audience, but partially it's with the director, with Daniel yes. Brooks. Um, their close collaboration, of course, to add a camera. So all of the works that we're talking about were directed by Daniel Brooks, yes. and and this what we are seeing in these works as we take them up, as we pick them up and, and turn them over, one of the things that I, I love so much is how clear that conversation mm -hmm. between performer and director, mm -hmm. between mm -hmm. audience and director, like mm -hmm. it, it, it really helps, mm -hmm. you know, that, that dramaturgical of like, why here, why mm -hmm. now? Or mm -hmm. like, who are you talking to? Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. Those are questions that we often ask ourselves mm -hmm. when we talk about like one, a monologue or a yeah. one person show, but like here, it's so clear that they're speaking to someone mm -hmm. like and it, it sometimes is the audience and sometimes it's and so even even that thought of them being alone mm -hmm. on stage they are but, but they're, they're not, not. not. Yeah, yeah yeah but it's they're true. not it's because true. of the strength of the of the the necessity of the design around yes, what looks elements. like a bare stage yeah. but is actually this like playground mm -hmm. of sound and light mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, that pushes and prods and, and, and pushes the, the, the performer, pushes Henry, pushes Adam, mm -hmm. pushes them around. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's that, that's where the, there's a beautiful yeah, tension mm -hmm. there. There's mm -hmm. a beautiful, yeah. It's so great that you say that because in our room, uh, the work, we, we named that, that other presence um, as the operator, right? So there is the audience, there's the operator, and then there's Henry. <laughs> because it's the truth. Right, obviously, operator being like, and that relationship you're talking about, the director and the performer, it's quite, it's pungent, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Like you, you, it's it's there. There's no way of avoiding it. So what we had to do is just name it, like, well, there's the operator, and 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 that's part of the story, and that broke something for us, right? Especially with here lies Henry, it broke something for us of kind of, of the here and now and why, um, which has become something that's that's been quite instrumental in navigating what, what the, why the urgency to, to tell the story at this point. Yeah, I'll end my comment. It was interesting what you said about like design, sound and light. Uh, it, most of my works, I always I say I have two extra actors, <laughs> players, characters, mm -hmm. and they are like sound designer and lighting Maybe designers. Lighting, yeah. And especially more in this piece. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There are two characters. Mm -hmm. There are not icing on the cake coming to decorate and make mm -hmm. the show more interesting. No, there are storytellers. Mm -hmm. yep. Like the light and sound mm -hmm. help us to clarify mm -hmm. the story mm -hmm. and say it with clarity. Mm -hmm. And they come in the right place. They, uh, they, they are like act definitely as a character. Mm -hmm. Like a sound is a character mm -hmm. here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And as I said, like it's not an extra thing for decoration, mm -hmm. for yeah, making it more interesting. Mm -hmm. No, it's they are essential, mm -hmm. integral to the whole mm -hmm. process of storytelling. Yeah. Yeah. And they thank you for that, that we might like, again, like one other thing I noticed by, you know, uh, by, by reading the play, like the first time I was reading it, yeah, definitely I could see 
Daniel Brooks there. Mm -hmm. Because I think the writing and the creation of the piece with the director, with the designer, kind of was happening simultaneously. Yes. So it wasn't just, I'm going home, write the play, and I'll come and get a director. Mm -hmm. No, I think, I, that's my understanding. Like, just come with a couple of scenes, they start exploring, and going home and writing, and coming back next day. This is very interesting when I look at it. I see, yeah, like, you know, all the stage directions indicates mm -hmm. kind of the direction, the first direction mm -hmm. of that Daniel Brook that guided, you know, mm -hmm. like, very specific. And, you know, it's sometimes, you know, like, it's important, like, you know, like some of them absolutely make sense mm -hmm. to keep it. And there's everything makes sense, actually. Yeah. But again, that you have uh, this option as a director after 23 years <laughs> to retreat. So, uh, 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 yeah, yeah, treat, actually, not yeah. retreat, treat some of those differently. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, you know, that's, that was interesting that I was talking to, to MacIver um, first time about the piece that he, yeah, he encouraged me. He said, so, yeah. I know it's, it's very much you see me over there, like mm. you know, but it's all yours. Yes, make it your own thing. Yeah, find your own journey. I think it was in our conversation, like we had like a dinner yeah. together. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. You mentioned it, and I really appreciate. Sorry, I'm, I'm talking. No, it's no, great. No, no, it's great. But, it, but that's it, right? Like in the published published edition, almost every stage direction is like, do whatever you, you want. want. It's whatever true. feels good for it's you true. and the performer. <laughs> yeah. Whatever feels good for like like this is a piece that is begging for yeah. reinterpretation. Yeah, like they yeah. they want these characters and these voices to live yeah. in in the in the published editions. Mm -hmm. And the other thing too is is you know, I just finished the um general auditions where like a lot of young actors will come in and audition for Factory Theater as a company. Um, and you can't go a year without at least one <laughs> without without a dozen MacIver monologues coming yes. through. Um, and you know the the retrospective that Taylor and I are talking about happened, you know, 15 years ago. Mm -hmm. And so there's a whole generation of artists who have only think of this as a written, mm -hmm. if you're in Toronto, in, in other cities, they, they've done it before, but, but this is, as with every written text, it's meant to be alive. It's meant to lift. It's meant to be performed mm -hmm. to an audience. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's, and I think the fact that we're doing them both at once, which Daniel couldn't do. There's one thing that he, could, <laughs> he couldn't perform them both at the same time. He can do a lot, but, but so, you know, we have um, Here Lies Henry upstairs, Monster downstairs. And so being able to like move between these two mm -hmm. connected but very different mm -hmm. worlds mm -hmm. of Monster and Here Lies Henry, that for me is was one of the exciting things of when I took over uh, the artistic director job and I have mm -hmm. these two theater spaces that so we have our studio space mm -hmm. they with 80 people like of, of being able to do two things at once that were connected mm -hmm. create kind of a uh, it's an event mm -hmm. to be able to spend time in this artist's head and mm -hmm. and to have you two together mm -hmm. I will I will add that there is one thing that I love uh, going into this work reading the script and going into this work uh, first of all like Great writing means every time you go and you read the script, you discover something that you thought you understood, and now you're like, no, no, actually, now I understand it. So that's definitely a gift that we're we're, trying, we're navigating our way through. But there is something around how specific it is, right? That actually allows you the opportunity to kind of reimagine it, mm -hmm. right? Because whatever you do is so specific that the story still stays true, right? Mm -hmm. And there's so like uh, some uh, like. 
specificity leading to universality, right? If you're able to kind of go specifically into the human experience, then everyone is able to relate to that experience that a human being on stage is going through. And there's a gift in the script about that. Because it's like with Henry, his journey is navigating these intricate, complicated emotional states of beings that he goes through. And they're so specific that you can't help it as a human being of going, oh, I know what heartbreak feels like. Mm. I know the, what the loss of hope feels like. I know, like, you know all these things. So at the end of the day, even though I won't give away the play, I will stop there. But there, <laughs> is, there is something. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the other thing that I found it fascinating, um, and it was my first conversation with Carl, but acting. So um, Carl has have to play at least like 16 characters. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, and it was very clear. I said, obviously, as a good actor, yeah, you're capable of playing all this. But I said, conceptually, it's something else. Mm -hmm. And he was saying, what? I said, like, you know, the, the main character is like the narrator, the, the tour guy is mm -hmm. Adam, obviously. Like, and I said, like, you know, that was my interpretation. I'm not going to go to a lot of details, but I said, like, that's my interpretation. Adam is is a sorcerer, mm -hmm. is a conjurer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All these characters live within him. Mm -hmm. He's an everyman. Mm -hmm. So conceptual Adam again, uh, Adam, like mm -hmm. go to the mythology. Yes, Adam. Adam. Yeah. And yeah. I think you know that's that's the beauty of it. It's not okay. A skillful actor can just come and play this. Is that? But conceptually mm -hmm. is. He's every man, mm -hmm. and he is—he's a conjurer mm -hmm. of all these characters, and how beautifully they bring them in, mm -hmm. psychologically, details, work with mm -hmm. them, let them go, go to the next. So, and and I think that's it again. That's why the value of of of, of this monster, at least the one I'm focusing yeah. right now, is that like yeah, it's not I'm a skillful actor. Of course, we need that like mm -hmm. amazing actor to play this part, but it's more than that. Mm -hmm. If we can conceptually kind of get that idea i hope as a director like i'm not sure <laughs> or not but yeah, yeah. that's what i would say the depth of the, yeah. his work yeah. it's, it's deep it's it's amazing it's yeah. not just like uh, yeah. some tricks and actors are playing no. different parts and else this is great it's yeah. beyond that yeah. 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 yeah 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 you know it was interesting I, I got an email asking me our publicist emailed me and asked me what uh, what are some of the themes in Henry that kind of relate to, like, why now, essentially? Like, mm -hmm. why do these plays now? And then I went on a whole, because, I mean, there's so much going on mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right now. So I went on a whole journey as to why now, and I came back to, actually, the very reason I chose them in the first place before this moment is, is light, dark, love, pain, inheritance. Yeah. Inheritance of violence, inheritance of shame, guilt really just huge big things wrapped up in such an engaging and like what's a word that's not sexy like a like a sexy. it's kind of a sexy package <laughs> but like but it's also uh intriguing like yeah, there's intriguing. something it's very there's a a mystery mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in in really a big mystery in monster but in henry yes. too mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. like that that i think and I think more broadly, like bringing an audience into the theater now, after everything that our society has been through over the last couple of years, like I don't take for granted an audience coming mm -hmm. to this space, paying money to come into the theater and come and sit down. Like the amount of, we're at King and Bathurst, it is not easy to get down mm -hmm. here sometimes. Mm -hmm. Traffic mm -hmm. will get a thing, so they come and sit. And what I think Henry and Monster 
and these works of Daniel McIver and Daniel Brooks offer is we are speaking to them. Mm-hmm. This is to you. Mm-hmm. You are audience. You are not. No one's going to ask you to come up on stage. Sorry if you're, if you're listening and you're worried about that. No one's going to ask you to come up on stage, but the engagement is so mm-hmm. deeply and mm-hmm. generously and mm-hmm. terrifyingly and wonderfully to the audience. Mm-hmm. And that feels really important mm-hmm. to me right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That they feel seen. Mm-hmm. That thing that I felt that mm-hmm. made me comfortable to tell Daniel McIver mm-hmm. that I love, I love him, him, that they really <laughs> feel seen yeah. as yeah. audience members. Yeah. It seems like a monologue big monologue but it's a dialogue it is a yeah. dialogue it's a dialogue yeah. but again not uh, conventional but, but yeah. it's a dialogue yeah, yeah acknowledging true. the audience yes. the audience there yes so you know as we are talking you know yeah. outside about this not talking at the audience yes. you're talking to the audience yeah. you yeah. want to just engage them yeah. and talk to them mm-hmm. yeah. yeah absolutely mm-hmm. yeah. And, which we rarely see it you know it's true it makes me think of like because you you get actors or ask what what do they want from me or what do I want from them especially that it's one of those real like audience performer relationships where it's, it's as much as you want from them that they want from you there is like a constant exchange that's happening right and it's so present within the piece itself the revealing of secrets that also helps the the character reveal themselves. There is a give and take, right? Like if that connection is made, then the process of learning, like I keep I keep saying that there's a process of learning about each other and it happens right in that moment of, yes. of, of the of the show mm-hmm. itself. Like constantly learning about each other so that the revelation at the end is not only is the actor the character seen, but you as an audience, you're also seen. Yep. Which is beautiful it's and that's the surprise yeah. and that's the trick and that's the the work mm-hmm. that we have to do mm-hmm. is to achieve that mm-hmm. like it is it is a um it is the highest goal of our calling mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that we see them and they see, see us, us by exactly. the end of our journey exactly. like that that is the that is the goal yeah. we are we are talking about yeah. like affecting collectivity mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um through storytelling mm-hmm. And I think these, both of these pieces are, are some of the strongest vehicles that I've mm-hmm. encountered. Mm-hmm. The other fascinating aspect of, of these two plays, um, and especially Monster that I'm working mm-hmm. on, mm-hmm. so I think the simplicity of it. Mm-hmm. I think that's amazing mm-hmm. because, yeah, at the same time, you know, it's, it's, it's complicated ideas mm-hmm. being expressed in a very simple way and the simple staging mm-hmm. and simplicity is is an achievement mm-hmm. if we manage to get and I think that's 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 the beauty of, of these pieces. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One person standing there mm-hmm. without all these like extra thing, elaborate costume, elaborate set, mm-hmm. elaborate just like just simply like light sound. And which is amazing again the quality of it because light and sound they're, they're, they're transformable. Yeah, it's so it's quick, just jumps yeah. from one to the next. Yeah. Uh, but I think that's, that's, that's essential. And it requires, I think, simplicity of act, style of acting. Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. Yeah, like eventually, like as you know, it, it's, it should be like this going back and forth, like ex- impersonating different characters, eventually has to be very effortless. Yes. And the way he's written it, I think, is that yeah, he's just like very simple. Just trust the moment, shift of light, yeah, sound. Yeah. You are in a different scene. Yeah. Simple, and the simplicity is, I think. Yeah. Well, that's it. Trust and trusting the audience to go with you on that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That I don't need to explain it. Mm-hmm. They will because they will. Mm-hmm. I mean, if there's anything I've learned, like 
audiences are beautiful. Like they are really up for the ride. Mm -hmm. And and mm -hmm. I think that the data camera and, and Daniel Brooks and Daniel McIver really took it took full advantage of how willing people are to just sort of go with it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Which I think and is great. Intelligent. The yes. audience, I believe in, uh, like, you know, spoon feeding, you know, that's, mm. <laughs> it's not, not like, you know, trust, they're, they're, they're imaginative. Yeah. Just leave a bit of gap for them to fill in yeah. the gap. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's the thing, and that's what MacIver does. That's very well. Mm -hmm. And they're funny. And they're funny. They are funny. They're really funny. They are funny. They're, uh, the combination of everything, they're funny, they're like amusing, and at the same time, they're frightening, they're shocking, evocative. Now, we're talking about both together. How do we split them apart? Why would I go see Monster? What's the feeling I would have that would take me to Monster? And what's the feeling I would have that would take me to Henry? Everyone should see both. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I will say that I find these questions, like I find a question like that so hard to answer. Oh, I know, me yeah. too. Um, I, I think for, for Henry. Uh, no, we don't have to answer. No, no, but, but <laughs> it's, it's, it's a good question. I, it's, and it's something that I need to learn to answer sometimes. Um, I, I, I think for Henry, aside from coming to see the skill, it's just the skill of the performer on stage um, navigating this text and the story um, and, and like with the design and everything like it's a theoretical experience right so aside from just that I, I think the story itself um, I think for me and it's something that we're navigating through brings us back in touch with our humanity right like it brings us back in touch with there's something that I say the idea of lies and truth and the fact that Need, it's not black and white as we understand it to be and that the fact that we exist within the gray and we navigate our lives through the gray and I think most often than not we forget that because we, we're, we've come to a point in, in the world where everything either needs to be white or black um, or, 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 or straight or like whatever that is mm. right it's either one way or the other way but the truth of our existence is we're always navigating the gray and I think not humanity exists in that I think love exists within that but also all the positives and negatives exist in that and that's the reality of our lives right so for me with here lies Henry it's coming to understand that gray area that we as human beings are continuously navigating just so that we can hold on to the idea of hope or like whatever that is right like it's it's so there's something around seeing a character navigate themselves through that journey that I think actually inspires hope yeah it's hope. in a story like that yeah so that would be i went all around but i came back to that <laughs> but yeah for me that would be one of the reasons why i would say an audience should come see here lies henry right um those who already have know the play and have seen it and those who don't know it and want, want to encounter the work it's 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 um it's beautiful beautifully written and um, damien is a, a very skilled um a talented, um, a very detailed, um, inspiring performer, right? So the work that he's doing 
it's it's beautiful and stunning to watch, but it's an experience on its own. Yeah. Um, so you're coming in not just for that, but also for the story itself. I'll end my and you're not there. so bad yourself, hot stuff. So I, I there's try. that. I yeah. try. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And for Monster. Yeah, for Monster, that's that's good. You know, like what fascinates me about this piece, it raises far more questions than answering mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's that's that for me that's exciting theater. Mm -hmm. When I go and see a show and the director or playwright have a message for humanity, mm -hmm. like you know, so like mm -hmm. come on, you're not a religious leader or political <laughs> leader. I don't artists, we, we don't have answer. We don't we are not supposed or we if we have an answer, we are not couldn't shouldn't put ourselves in that position, that mm -hmm. high position to teach people like how like what how to live their lives, you know. But I think what is, is important, like, puts, like, challenges us mm -hmm. with great questions. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, go sometimes to the deep, like, darkest side of human mm -hmm. beings mm -hmm. and questions it, you know. So, like, you know, um, yeah, is, is this you? It could be you, you know. That evil that, that you know, lies, that, that, that lies within perhaps everybody mm -hmm. <laughs> and waiting for the opportunity to reveal itself yeah is it i think it's is a warning it's a warning it's like a if i'm not mistaken could be like a cautionary mm -hmm. even mm -hmm. just be aware mm -hmm. and especially with this what's happening right now yeah. like around the world about in relation to monster yeah mm -hmm. what is that what is that evil what is happening to us where, where it's coming from mm -hmm. this what do you call this human the human tendency uh for uh, for for violence mm -hmm. so like you know it's asking a lot of like interesting questions mm -hmm. like why mm -hmm. why as as a society we are we are kind of like you know being i know um fascinated with this um people's you know um ugly ugly business mm -hmm. ugly businesses why we just get fascinated mm -hmm. and you know there's a lot with the, the role of of arts mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in 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 uh, what do you call it gets like uh, perpetrating you know violence yes. there's yes. a lot there that i think that's it like i think it's so meaningful it's so relevant and so timely monster mm -hmm. at this time i think it's it speaks mm -hmm. speaks to us mm -hmm. yeah, i agree yeah, um, it's so interesting because I you mentioned Monster Adam, the main character being called Adam, but also in Henry, um, he makes a reference to Adam and Eve. He talks about Adam and Eve uh, as a story that he he's been fascinated with. So it just seems like there is something around coming back to the idea of humanity that always seems to be a, a thing that rings through, like the core of humanity, whatever belief system you might like, but that of humanity um, yeah, yeah. That, that seems to kind of yeah. resonate in both works right like because that Adam and Eve story has also become a bit of a touchstone in the journey of in the journey that Henry goes through mm. yeah yeah you're right you know I think that is like a philosophical component in in uh, McIver's work which goes to those existential mm. questions mm -hmm. about why I'm here mm -hmm. what's the meaning of all mm -hmm. this mm -hmm. Like it's just Shakespeare, like yeah. Hamlet asked that question. Yeah, I know. It is like he is asking those yes. questions, and because human being is important for this, yes. this playwright yeah. for, for MacIver, yeah. 
And he's asking them, it's like, well, why we do this? Mm -hmm. Why do we do this? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Why we just mm -hmm. get fascinated with violence and get obsessed with it? Like, mm -hmm. So it is amazing. Like, yeah. 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 He, yeah. I think that's a line that he goes, um, I sense that you, and I'm, this is me paraphrasing, but he says something to the sense, and he says this to the audience, he goes, you're just like me. <laughs> but then obviously later on he goes, but there's something makes us different, but you're just like me. And there's something in the just like me as an action mm -hmm. itself within the play that it's, I'm, I'm so drawn to because with the time that I've spent in the play, I go, yes, Henry is just like me. Like mm -hmm. I, as a director working on the show now, I believe that to be true. Like every, all the experience, because all the experiences that he's gone through are so, again, I've said this already, but I'll say it again, it's so human. It's, it's really human. And the, he talks about it in honesty, even though the play is about lies and lies. Yeah. 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 yeah and it's yeah. crazy to me. I mean, because they were written, they were written quite a while ago. Yeah. But, you know, we read them, we read them both in June. Uh, mm -hmm. And it, it could be to it, how e it, like just so fresh, so immediate mm -hmm. they felt, mm -hmm. both of them. Like, and not in that way that, like, oh, we'll have to update, but in the like, actually, don't change anything because mm -hmm. this mm -hmm. is as this mm -hmm. is this is as fresh as it's going to feel. Mm -hmm. Like, this is what we need. Mm -hmm. So that's that's a real that's a really speaks to their strength. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. No, we nailed it. Yeah. That's yeah. a true story. I did yes. tell him. I did give him free soy and told him that I loved him. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> He's probably looking like going. Thank you for tuning in to In Conversation with Sohil Parsa and Tamia McCarthy. Factory Theatre would like to thank our supporters, without whom we would not be able to bring you gripping Canadian theatre. Our season sponsor, TD Bank, the Canada Council for the Arts, the Ontario Arts Council, and the Toronto Arts Council the Slate Family Foundation for their transformative theatre initiative, and the McLean Foundation for their production support for Monster and Here Lies Henry. Monster by Daniel McIver, directed by Sohil Parsa and starring Carl Eng, runs at Factory Theatre from November 16th to December 10th. Here Lies Henry by Daniel McIver, directed by Tawia McCarthy and starring Damian Atkins, runs at Factory Theatre November 23rd to December 17th. For more information and to purchase tickets, visit our website at www.factorytheater.ca.